And now, it's time for the Am I Worth the Time Show with your host, Stevie B and Lady Jackie Holly gentlemen thank you to the welcome to the am i worth the time show enjoy the music we'll be right back with you in just a moment it's a lovely day when the day that lies ahead of me seems impossible to face when someone else instead of me always seems to know the way
And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Am I Worth the Time show. Yes, it is a great, lovely day. Hey, hey. That's right, y'all. It's a lovely, lovely day. And you know how we do it right here on the Am I Worth the Time show. Before we get started, we have some fabulous guests. And you know in studio with us is our co-host, Krista Daniel. Hey, hey, hey. And we're going to, she's going to introduce our guest here in just a moment. But before we do that, I want to share a scripture with you from uh, Romans, Romans 12 and 21. Romans 12 and 21, one, one, one verse, and it just simply says, Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. That's Romans 12, verse 21. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Now let me just read that uh, New Living Translation. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of evil going on. Yes. But in spite of it all, ladies and gentlemen, oh, to our viewers on Facebook and to all of our listening on the internet, listen, listen, don't allow evil to conquer you, but you conquer it by doing the right thing. You can never replace just doing the right thing. Let us say a word of prayer. Father, it's in the name of Jesus today how we thank you for this Monday. We pray blessings as we celebrate on yesterday our mothers. We pray that we, we celebrate our mothers each and every day. We thank you for keeping us. We thank you for guiding us. We pray for those whose loved ones are mothers who have gone on. We lift them up and we pray that you comfort them. Now, God, we pray and ask that you will forgive us of our sins. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right now we're going to turn it over to Krista. Y'all can clap it up for us. All right, all right. This is Lady Krista, Lady Daniels, Mother Daniels, Sister Daniels, whatever you choose to call me. I am so grateful and honored to uh, be here on today with two of my lovely friends. I love them from the bottom of my heart. We have Kendra Richardson, who is the owner and operator of Funky Town Fridge. All right. All right, all right. And then we have Leah Jordan, who is, I'm telling you, she is all over the chart. <laughs> Minister, coach. Uh, she, she, she just, she, she can speak the word like nobody's business. Um, she just has so much to offer us. Uh, what we're getting ready to do, um, I want to basically just highlight the youth of today's, um, city. These two, when I, when I called them, they were so readily and eager to come on the show. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to not only highlight them, but we're going to support them. Because this is what I call positiveness in this city. And whatever they're going to need. Now, you know me. When I ask, I want you all to come and deliver, okay? So, once again, we have Leah Jordan and we have Kendra Richardson. Let's give them a round of applause. Thank you so much. 
How are you all doing today? Good. Y'all doing good? good? Chilling. All right, chilling, Excited. chilling. Excited, chilling? Excited to be here. It's a good day. It's a good day. Yesterday, we um, celebrated Mother's Day, mm. and one of my mentors, which happened to be your grandmother, uh, Leah, Oh my God, uh, I thought about her along with my mother, my grandparents, um, and it started off a little rough, a little rough for me yesterday, mm -hmm. but you know, as the day went on and I was with family, looked like, you know, the tears subsided, but when I got a call from you on last, uh, last night, uh, you shared with me some things and, um, you know, it just brought back some memories, but you know, if, if, if you don't mind, let's just, let's just take out just maybe a couple of minutes and just, I know it's going to take longer than that to talk about <laughs> the Mrs. Billy Joe Chu. But what do you have to say about, about your grandmother? I tell you, what I'll miss the most is the humor. I mean, there's so many things, and Kendra knows that, that, that we're kind of public facing, the, you know, the first lady, the poise, and all of that. It was all very true and real, but just at home in person, she was so funny and had so many jokes. And um, I actually wrote a piece as a tribute to her that I put out yesterday morning called I Got a Woman. And it was because she rocked me as a little kid to uh, Ray Charles, I Got a Woman. And what that meant then and what it means to me now, now that she is an ancestor. So I, I miss her a lot. And I know you loved her, too. And I appreciate uh, the friend you were to her. Yes. I mean, you know, when you talk about jokes. Oh, yeah. I would, I would just pick the phone up. I would call her. And I say, I have another joke for you. And then I would tell her the joke. She would bust out laughing. And then I would just hang the phone up. And then she would call me back. She said, I'm going to tell your mother on you. And I said, well, make sure you tell her that you did listen to me before you hung up. That was my heart. That was oh, my heart. Oh. Kendra, what do you have to say about it? <laughs> so much. I loved her. I loved I just love watching her operate, right. honestly. Every time I get up, I'm getting a little older. <laughs> <laughs> and so every time I get up off the couch, I think about, I get up just like her now. And I think about how she has to get up and she'll do this like little run to get to her destination. Because sometimes you need a jump start Absolutely. <laughs> to get where you need to be. And I just, man, I'm going to miss everything about her. Of course, I came in the later years but i think um it was still a good time for me to just be in her presence yes i knew that she loved me and she treated me like her own always and i always loved her for that and respected her for that and she'd give you some wisdom like that it was always somewhere where she'll find a teachable moment mm -hmm. and let you know what it was <laughs> I, I and remember, how to accept it you know you're right i remember um i i had this uh throw made just for her mm -hmm. and um I kept asking her, you know, what's your favorite color? Crystal, why? 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 I said, oh, you just need to talk to me. Just give me your favorite color. And when I brought it to her, you know, it was wrapped so, you know, and then uh, that Christmas morning, she never would call me the day of Christmas to thank me for the gift, but that particular morning, she called with tears in her voice. Mm. And, oh, my God, that just made my day. So, you know, as we um, celebrate, you know, uh, our celebrated, you know, Mother's Day, mm -hmm. that just, that, she's just always dear to not only my heart, right. but a lot of ladies in yeah. this area. She taught us how to have yeah. class. Yeah. I mean, when I say true class, yeah. class and character <laughs> at its best. So, I just wanted to just throw that out, well, you know. I appreciate it. Yeah, because, hey, you did. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. she's, yeah. I she's, love talking about her. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. She, she's gone home to be with the Lord, and yeah. she's looking down 
count on us now. Yeah. yeah. So making sure that we're doing the right thing. So I always, <laughs> I always sometimes would ask her and my mom, what are y'all doing up there in heaven? Mm. Are y'all having a good time? You're keeping waiting us on in us? Line. Yeah, keeping <laughs> us in line and keeping us real. Keeping yes, it real. All right, all right. So I'd like to uh, start off with um, Miss, Miss Leah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Miss Leah is doing a lot of things. Oh, but Leah, before, before I do anything, yes. t- let's, let's just talk about you. Give us some information about Leah. Who is Leah? Sure. Leah well, Jordan. You have already told them who my family is, and so that's my <laughs> church. That's my extended family. I grew up in Shiloh. And uh, I love my church very much. It's um, still at the center of who I am. Uh, I am a minister now, so I do some preaching. I went to Bright Divinity School. Uh, loved it, had a blast. And um, gosh, I don't even know where to begin. I, I've done that, for, I've done some preaching for over a decade now. And um, mm-hmm. I'm not pastoring uh, a congregation. Yet. Right, okay. But I do consider myself to be somebody who engages in uh, public pastoral care. So there are a lot of people in my life who don't have church homes, not interested in church homes, but they're interested in me and my leadership for whatever reason. And so uh, it's nice to be present for them. You know, Leah, I remember, um, was it Broadway Baptist Church that you were speaking? I did, yes. And you invited me? Uh Uh-huh. That was the first time that I... ever heard you even oh. speak all right yeah you were I think you were practicing with me on the phone every time we would talk I don't know <laughs> yeah when we would talk you would throw little sermons out at me <laughs> but when I when I stepped in there and I saw you and you mounted that pulpit mm. and you spoke a very profound word tears were in my eyes because I said wow look at this uh, a, a lady that that speaks very very sound doctrine with no restraints. You stood there and you spoke the word, and and I was just looking around. I was just amazed at how the people were just at ah. Mm. And then you quietly sat down. I was <laughs> like, no, take us to the cross. <laughs> you know, give us some gravy. Give us more. Give us more. Do you do you remember that? I that, do, I do. Do yeah. you don't even remember that that subject? No, I, it was um, gosh, I think it was called the Invisible Hands. It was talking about uh, David and his text, "Into your hands I commit my spirit." Wow. Talking about what kind of hands can hold a spirit. I do remember that day. See, all I knew was, is <laughs> this the Leah that I know? Because you were so you were so amazing. I do a lot of speaking, you know, engagements. And I love to go and just feast off of others. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, the table was spread. You, you set that table so well. And all we could do was just sit and dine sufficiently. And I really, I really, really like that. I but I want to ask you this. What, what prompted you? I, I know you come from a spiritual family. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of children, they are like, ah, I don't want to go that route. I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. But what prompted you to just go into the ministry and stay in the ministry? Mm-hmm. That's such a good question. Um, I'll say this. What I hear a lot of people, especially my age, say is that they're kind of coming away from religion or church because of, you know, what has been taught, what has been said. For me, I think that I'm still here because of the personal relationship that I had developed early on. So um, when I hear things that I don't like or don't agree with, that's just simply something I heard. That's what a person said. I have 
the spirit inside of me and that's what governs me in my ministry um, as opposed to you know somebody's opinion somebody's word so now let me ask you this then so when you say yeah thank you so when you when you say that but then let me ask you this so what made you want to take it to another level where you didn't want to be ministered to mm -hmm. but you wanted to minister well um, I still very much want to be ministered to, but that what you're asking was really not something that um, was much of a choice. When I was in college, uh, freshman at UNT, I didn't have a car, and I was you know used to going to church every Sunday and Bible study, and I couldn't do it. So me and my roommate and a couple of people in the hall were like, "We'll just have Bible study uh, in the dorm." And a friend of mine said, well, why don't you take your Bible study to the lobby of the dorm so people see it and they want to join, they can come sit with y'all. Mm -hmm. So I did that. Within a few weeks, 80 people, you know, in the dorm lobby coming to listen to what I was preparing in my dorm room. And I thought, okay, <laughs> well, maybe this is something here. Wow. So I didn't go to college to get into the ministry. It came to me. And that's really the story. So uh, supposed to uh, Leah, Leah, mm -hmm. I got a question someone asked on Facebook. Uh -huh. uh, and she says, just curious if the preacher has faced any backlash being a woman clergy. Oh, weekly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say weekly. Great <laughs> question. Sometimes more often. You know, I've, I've had people and had them even back in college say, well, this is not my belief that women should take this position. And, you know, I believe you're going to hell. Just really casually would say things like that to me. Wow. And uh, some So people, someone actually told you they believe you would go to hell? Certainly. Wow. Certainly. And, and still have over the years um, for, for being a woman and a number of other reasons. But, um, yeah, there's opposition. There's people who obviously won't let you speak at their church or, um, you know, all that that's still very real uh, in, in 2022. So, yes, and, and what was so strange to me back then, you telling me I shouldn't take a position is I wasn't trying to take any position at all. I was trying to have Bible study, and I was trying to speak, you know, to people and encourage them as I encouraged myself. And yes. Yeah, and I got put into kind of this, this box, this, you know. Wow, when you said someone told you that you were going to hell for helping someone, and Matthew 28 tells us to go ye therefore. That's one of the great commissions. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so th they actually said to you. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. And do you remember what basis that they? I remember the person and her basis was just because I was a woman at that time thinking about what it would mean to, you know, go to school to be a preacher and. Because I'm seeing these people are coming and listening. I'm like, well, maybe this is a call and maybe I should pursue this. And I was just in that kind of, what do I do next in life? And she was seeing that I was thinking about being an official preacher. And that's that was her basis. But people have, you know, they've said that over the years. Wow. Uh -huh. Heaven forbid if they, <laughs> if they would tell me that because, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very, you very want me strong. to try it? You want me to try it? No, 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 Pastor, no, 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 no. Like I just that. want to Don't see what you're going to say. Like <laughs> but no, the reason why I say that is because I am so passionate mm -hmm. about being a mm -hmm. servant mm -hmm. of the Most High God and whatever I can do mm -hmm. to reach someone. I mean, I'm going to do it. And if it costs me my very life, but it's not going to cost me eternity. Right. I know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. And so we are supposed to be servants of His, spreading the word. But 
if that's the case, then what about the sins that are so easily out there and the weights? This is just you talking about, as a matter of fact, I just did one, the seven last sayings, mm -hmm. when I was talking about, um, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Right, right. And that would be something, God, really, I'm doing what you're asking me to do and you have this. But it's okay, it's okay. Because <laughs> everybody is not on the same level. Everybody does not view uh, him like we do. And I'm just wondering, uh, where is she now? And what is she doing? And That's a great question. Is she, yes. I'd love to know. Yes. What is she doing? You know, Kendra, how, how do you chime in on that, Kendra? <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, um... I think it is ignorant, uh, for lack of a better word. Yes. Um, to to think that way, I think it if if that's a person that reads their Bible to the T like they stay and study to show themselves approved, I think there's a lack of comprehension <laughs> somewhere yes. as they read. Um, I think that. I don't, I don't serve a God that boxes his people in, especially when they're great. Um, wow. So, so I nice. like that. I like I don't, that. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't even pay attention to that kind of stuff or subscribe to those kinds of feelings or theology or whatever people try to say. I was glad, I'm glad I wasn't there. <laughs> and, uh, I'll just, I'll leave it at that. Okay, I, you I know, and I understand there. because you know the youth of you today. can go on say it like you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she feel like you're a bunch of dodos. <laughs> I guess Listen, this is a Christian radio show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, but you look at the fact of so many youth out there, and we wonder about what's going on in our world today, mm -hmm. and what the youth are facing, you know, and what they're ex experiencing, you know, for you to. I mean, I was just talking to my nephew um, the other night, you know, about his walk. And he, you know, Auntie Krista, you know, with all due respect, mm -hmm. you know, we do have a platform. We do have a voice. Just allow us to be able to speak mm -hmm. our minds. Mm -hmm. And if we are wrong, you know, gent gently. Let us know. Yeah, and correct us. But don't, you know, bombard us and don't, you know. He said, that's why a lot of us don't even want to go to church. Mm -hmm. He said, and, and he did, even Precisely. my cousin. My cousin said the same thing. He said, because if you're pointing the finger out there, and you're doing this out there to us, and, and mashing us down, mm -hmm. you're just trying to lift yourself up, and he said, you can't do that. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we're having such a, a hard time. I'm, I'm a part of MAC, Ministers Against Crime, mm. and um, we're, we're out there, we're on the forefront, you know, because... I was out there even with protesters, mm -hmm. and the protesters were out there, you know, doing some of everything. Yeah, but you, you have to continue to <laughs> love on them, mm -hmm. drive them, draw them, bring them in, and you know, because mm -hmm. when it's all said and done, it's not the properly dressed. Right. It's not. It's not. A, it's the pure in heart that's going to see mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. and a lot of them that's out there doing that and pointing those fingers. I don't know. What do you think? Do we have any callers that want to call in and chime on this subject? Because this is a very interesting topic. Yeah, I don't like that. But not only, but not only does <laughs> Leah like do that. that, but Leah is also, she, she's a writer. Yes. She's an avid writer. Mm -hmm. And she does a lot of editing. Mm -hmm. 
Leah does a lot of things. And so, if you have any questions, we want you to give us a call, 214-556-6239. Once again, 214-556-6239. I have with me in the studio, Leah Jordan and Kendra Richardson. Okay, when I call their names, I want you to give me some hand claps over there. All right, all right. Yeah, let us know here. Yeah, we're dealing with two, two wonderful, wonderful people. Yeah. Okay, now, um, so, so you know, we, we're going to ask that they will call in or send your questions Bruh. in or what have you. But, um, well, see, delayed reaction over there. That's, that's Stevie B, though. That's our, our host. So, but then let me ask you this. What? If you were to be able to speak to the youth today, mm-hmm. knowing what we're going through mm-hmm. uh, uh, with, what what would you what would you really what would you really say? What would be on your heart to to tell them? Um, you know what? I want to start that answer by answering the question that you asked a minute ago. That lady who told me, "Yes, I'm going to hell, where yes. is she now?" Uh, she is teaching and she is speaking. Um, in, in microphones, but not in the pulpit, because women can't do that. And I say that to say what I've learned about spirituality broadly is that people, unless they make a conscious decision to do otherwise, only do what they've been taught and what they've been exposed to. Wow. So I couldn't yes. be mad at her because I knew that was her upbringing. Okay. And her okay. intention wasn't to insult me or anything like that, it was to caution me so that I might get on a righteous path. So I say that to say, if I could say something to young people is that you have to make a conscious decision to be a steward of your own spirituality. That means that you're gonna have to expose yourself to things other than what you learn. You may not ever agree with them, Mm -hmm. they may not resonate, but you have got to ascend spiritually that so you can get in line with what's going on in God's world. And that's bigger than Fort Worth, that's bigger than Texas or any other area that you come from. That the earth is the Lord's in the fullness yes. thereof. So you have to be in charge of yourself and your own heart to see it and to learn about it so that you can um, be all you're created to be. That's what I would say. You know, I have uh, several, several wonderful friends that uh, have gone and gotten their uh, doctoral um, mm-hmm. degree. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one in particular... Uh, Wonder, Dr. Wanda Bolton Davis, sure. wonderful friend of mine, uh, Dr. Kathy Moffitt, uh, Dr. Claudette Copeland there in uh, San, San Antonio, Antonio. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Vashti McKenzie here in, in the Dallas area. She's a bad one. These are, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. powerful, powerful, yeah. powerful women, uh, women, yeah, women of God. And I don't think that we're trying to seek a position or anything. What we're trying to do is just, you know, Everybody come on, good, get on board, because we, we all want to go to heaven, and God says, and let's do it together. Mm-hmm. We don't want to leave anyone out. So if, if I can be a, a, a spokesperson, if I can be a mouthpiece for him, mm-hmm. you know, and he doesn't, you know, charge, charge me, then, you know, hey, um, you know, I do care what people think, but then I don't care what people <laughs> can't think. Can't too much, Miss Christ. Right. Absolutely. Hey, can't all right. Absolutely. Hello, caller. We got someone on the line. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Caller? Hello, caller. 5881, caller. 5881. If you're talking, you're on mute. 
Okay, my name is Marie. Hey, Marie, how you doing? All right, how are you? Good. You have a question or a comment you want to share? No, sir, just listening to it. Okay, all righty. Well, thank you very much, uh, Lady Marie, for calling thank in and you. listening. We appreciate you. Okay. All right. So um, now, when you say you are writing, what are you? What are you writing? Have you written any books? Are you starting on any books? Have you oh, wow. gone that path yet? Um, it's my hope in the future. I don't have any books in publication yet. I've contributed to a couple of other people's books, but um, uh, right now I do a lot of blogging and things like that. Okay. Um, so I'll just things that are on my heart, things that I observe. I try to write them. Um, in ways that are not academic because I've been doing that in grad school yes, a long yes. time and it's nice yes. <laughs> but uh, for people who are just in their lives and not interested in hearing that kind of language I try to write things in ways that are you know relatable that's, okay that's the kind of understandable yeah understandable okay so would you consider yourself a, a ghostwriter? Um, I haven't <laughs> done a lot of ghostwriting yet but I guess that I could oh. uh, and I'm about to start ghost preaching yeah. <laughs> oh, go speak. Go speak. Over there saying, go speak. I mean, yeah, I'm here to say that. the things that some folks want to say. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I, I got you, Kendra. Yeah, I got folks you. know brilliance when it's in front of them. Yes. Okay. Did you say that. say things that folks won't say? Sometimes. She will. Okay. She and will. I will. <laughs> But I'm about to start uh, dipping my toe into some grant writing. I'm oh, in okay. the process of learning that skill, and okay. I think that that'll be a good fit as well. But uh, most things I write outside of professional stuff, I try to, uh, you know, put the theology in there and uh -huh. the spirituality in there um, in a way that resonates with people. That's okay. Kind of thing. Okay. All right. I, I remember um, it was probably a year ago or two. You were dipping and dabbling into um, pre-need. Oh, yes. Yes. Are you still doing that? What a that? season. Not really. I no? mean, I okay. still have, <laughs> what a season. <laughs> what a I season. still have my license and all that, and that in itself is and was ministry. Yes, I, yes. I love uh, the death care industry. I really do. It's just, it's great to be able to be with people in such a tender time. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I love that, but as much as I loved it, it was taking me away from probably what I'm best at. <laughs> what your passion? Okay. Which is, and I loved it, but writing is probably what I'm really good at, and I need time to develop that skill and learn more about it mm -hmm. and uh, kind of train myself in that vein, so, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. You, you, you know, you write about that because um, that's going to always be with you. Mm -hmm. So I would admonish you to keep your license. Yes. Yeah, keep your license because you never know who path you're going to cross mm -hmm. and you know that could be you know I would say extra money on the side yeah. you know so that's a, that's that that's a good thing that's all a good thing as well all right I think we got Lady Jackie Holly Bell on the line okay hello hello you beautiful queens how are you hi I like that hey it is always an honor and a privilege to be among beautiful queens. And Miss Lee, I have a question for you. I just asked one of my gossips to this question. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you push through being accepting your call? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that's a really good question. The the most honest and authentic answer I have for you is that I really didn't have time to do anything else. 
Mm. Um, I, I pushed through primarily not just because it was a call, and that's important to do yes. God's will, yes. but because, okay, this is something that feels natural to me. This okay. is something I feel made to do. Mm-hmm. I need to pursue it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was kind of my mentality. And I think with that, uh, even still, still, that pushes me forward. Because if something is um, sort of an internal wellspring, that's what I need to look into. I don't need to be... Um, obstacles are just a distraction. Uh, so that's wow. why Yeah, that's why I'm just using my energy. Wow. But that's what a calling well, is. And, 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 I, and I truly believe that, and I believe I have had this calling, and you know how so many times that you put it off because the way people perceive you of your past, mm-hmm. you know, they perceive, oh, she used to be a cusser, or she used to be this, or you have heard so many times, like you said before, women aren't supposed to be in a pulpit, or women aren't supposed to be that, and so many times people have put so many standards on you. And you have sat down on the gift that you know God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. But to satisfy people, you have sat down on this gift and you the one is dealing with the consequences in so many other areas in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly and right. And it's not to be in competition with anybody. I have seen a lot of minister women that just went and not been called. And you can look at them on the way they dress, the way they talk, the way they attitude, but don't have the, they have the, they have these titles with no substance. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to reach somebody. I mean, and then and when they reach them, they don't know how to hold on to them. Mm-hmm. They don't wow. know how to reach one, grab one, teach one, to encourage one, to love one, and stay there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, what I want to say back to that, and I really appreciate uh, your your comment and, and your heart. Um, when you talk about trying to please people, and we all do it yes. at some point, yes. in some way. Uh, what it's going to take, especially in ministry or this kind of ministry, is for you to kind of re uh, recalibrate your idea of what it means to be holy. Hmm. And, and I say that because when you look at the life of Jesus, he had people who didn't agree all the time. Right, had, it was right. always somebody with mm-hmm. something to say, but uh, he had a mission, he had a purpose, he had a design, and what he did to combat what people were saying about him was um, lean into his self-talk, hmm. right? And that's why you have, you know, the I am statements. I am the mm. way, I am the this, yes. I am that. So if I'm saying this, then what people are saying is just talk. And it yeah. falls under my self-talk. And if I have good self-talk, then I can be a good minister and I can empower other people. Because then you go from I am the way I am to this, I am that, to you are the salt of the earth. Right, right. right. So if I'm empowered, I can empower others. And that's just really it. That's the process. Wow. Okay. So basically, so basically <laughs> it, goes back, it goes back to what you said earlier. It's about your relationship with him. Yes, and your understanding. And if your relationship mm-hmm. is is not solid there's an old song that said if your soul is not anchored yes. in jesus anchored. you will surely drift, drift, drift away, away. Drift. because yeah. because <laughs> even even as a man we go through certain backlashes mm-hmm. yeah. but mm-hmm. if your soul is not anchored if you're not solid in your walk you with christ 
you will give up because if it's a calling and I heard you say this in the opening if it's a calling how you gonna get away from religion mm -hmm. because at the end of the day when your life is over we all got a section that we're gonna live <clears throat> either the smoking session or the non-smoking <laughs> <laughs> them the only two sessions that we have we already in between yeah. So at the end of your day, if you or I decide that we're going to pull away, so what you're saying is you're going to pull away from God based off somebody else. Yeah, and, and to add on to that and not to even be in a like a comedic uh, sense, what she said about how you, we kind of get tormented about, oh, I used to cuss, I used to, I'm still actively cussing. And let me tell you why. Thank you. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, wait, I, got you. I feel like everybody is. Well, <laughs> you're getting but good I, but I say that and not in such a stupid well, way. It wasn't, it wasn't just that. No, I know what you mean, but I, I'm responding to that and I'm saying that yeah. uh, we get caught up in what we think is, is righteous or the will of God. And that's not even the focus, right? The focus for Jesus was bringing the kingdom down on earth as it is in heaven. Right, right. And so it's your intention that makes a word bad or good. There's no such thing as a cuss word. And I use that, you know, example. I don't, I don't want you know, to uh, minimize your, your comment, but I think that's an example of how we get caught up yes. in stuff that is of no sure, relevance yes. to the kingdom work. Absolutely. You know? I think also, can I speak? Please? Sure. <laughs> sure please. I think also what you were saying, first of all, I like that you were saying that Jesus was basically affirming himself. And we're in this era sure. of like self-care and self-love and growing and reprogramming our minds especially when we have grown up in a such a trauma-filled world mm -hmm. and so that that does require reprogramming and talking back to yourself when you have negative thoughts so when people are coming at you in a way that makes you question yourself or doubt yourself it's important to affirm yourself and say well I am yeah. I am, I am, and I am God, and I am the salt of the earth. Those things are important to like, um, just reprogram your mind and help you in those days and those times when it's hard and you have. There's nobody there to affirm you but yourself. So I like that, and then I liked when, yeah. when you were um, essentially explaining what a calling is, and I don't think I think everybody has a calling. There's something calling somebody to do something. I believe I have a calling, and I'm, I'm not a preacher. Right. Um, right. And so I think that that was just... <laughs> That was just a good way to put it because I don't I don't believe that people think that about themselves all the time, and I think that is a good way to drift, mm -hmm. even if your soul is anchored, mm -hmm. because you're wow. not. <laughs> that is wonderful, and, and you know I like the fact when you know uh, the caller said uh, all of us used to. Right, that's it. That's right. the thing. We used to do this. We used to do this. We used to do that. Everybody. That's on this planet Earth. We used to do something. Yes. Everybody is a big yes. something. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so, but it just it just baffles me because um, you know you have these um, well we we have people in today's society that think that you those know, used to people. Yes. <laughs> and 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 the Bible says all of us have said all of us have we have done something. So we don't want to stay stuck out there, right? But yeah, we, we want to acknowledge the fact that yes, we used to be, but where are we? Where are we now? And then where are we, you know, going? Mm. So you know, if we sin five times yesterday, 
well let's try to make it four times you know today and then three times tomorrow but none of us are going to be I'm, I'm telling you this none of us are going to be like hey we're ready to take Just wings perfect. and fly away no there's no no perfection because if you think you're perfect don't go around anybody mm-hmm. because if you do then whatever they say it's gonna like like Kendra said it's gonna make you to the point where He'll call you out. Call you out, yeah. and then you you won't be perfect anymore. That's why he says, "Oh, the only one that's perfect is you know." Well, I like to piggyback on Kendra's, okay. on Kendra's comment okay. because she's right. We all have a calling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody is called to do something. Here's the struggle: you identifying what you're called you to go. do. Yes, yes. That's the struggle. Yes, and I think everybody uh, struggles and second guess with what they are supposed to do and and in your calling let me share this with anybody that's dealing with a calling one thing that is important in your calling is you got to serve yes uh-huh. you're yes. going to serve somebody yes, yes. and the lord right. is going to grow you by serving them uh-huh. that you don't like <laughs> Let me, let me let me say that Wait again. Let me say that again. He's going to grow you by serving, by putting you in a position to serve people that you don't like. Wow. When you are struggling with your call, you and I do not get to pick who you serve. There you go. Hmm. Everybody has a call. My struggle is, is everybody called to a pulpit? Because it seems like everybody, it seems like everybody wants to try to go to a pulpit. But let me tell you something. Let me share something. You can create your, the pulpit anywhere. Absolutely. Preaching is sharing the good news. That's Period. When you look at our society, we're not preaching enough. Because if we were preaching enough, we wouldn't have the crime rate the way it is. Simply sharing the good news is preaching. So if you talk about Jesus, period, guess what? You preaching. <laughs> All right, we can get a hand clap on that one. <laughs> um. <laughs> but here's another thing I want to put on on, on what uh, uh, Miss Kendra said, mm-hmm. and and Leo alluded to it a little bit. Consistency. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We, have we say God calls us to something, but every time we say God calls us to something and we don't like what's going on, we quit. And out of anything that we do, you have to remember that you're going to have more down than ups. You're going to sure have a lot of dislikes. If you ain't twerking, ain't nobody liking you that much. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me sit again. Wow. If you ain't twerking, ain't nobody. If you ain't pimping, ain't nobody liking you that much. Okay, okay. Because they, right. they don't want what's Bring right. They don't want what's sound. They don't want what's firm. They want gigolos. And you know when you being a gigolo. Okay, I'm just saying. Come on, can, Chris. Can, Yes. Oh, come on. Come on. I I would just like to add a little politic 
<laughs> in this conversation. Okay. You're a, you're a uh, political person. Yeah. Okay. All I, right. Um, I think that yes, everybody has a calling, but people are also caught up in class and status, and so you can have a calling, but if your calling is to do something like running a community fridge and not teaching and preaching into a whole congregation of people, then you deny that calling. That's mm-hmm. not the calling that you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Because you want a I certain like status or you want a certain class or you want a certain title. That is another issue with people not knowing what their calling is and then not being able to fully accept their own callings and being able to listen and know what that is and everybody's not called to preach everybody's not called to be a soprano an alto and a tenor everybody's not called you want to be called but you want to start off in the highest place in the highest position that's the status in the class situation that you need to break down in your mind that's good we call it decolonizing now kendrick tell us because you you slid i know hold on but she slid there I did. So tell us about the fridge. Well, that's what I was going to say. Since we're we're just yeah. flowing with this conversation, yeah. we have Kendra Richardson here in the studio with us, and she is uh, owner, <laughs> yes, founder, 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 operator yeah. of Funky Everything. Town Fridge, <laughs> Funky, Funky Town, Town Fridge, yes. which, which is a ministry. It is, Kendra. I consider t- so. First of all, tell us a little bit about you, and then tell us how. Funky Town Fridge uh, came into existence. Ooh, about me. Um, I grew up in the church. I grew up uh, black, poor, and struggling. <laughs> I grew up in the projects. Um, but and it's crazy because it never really hit me that we were like living in poverty mm-hmm. until I got to college. Wow. And okay. um, I was a sociology major. Okay. And so we were studying things like capitalism and um, poverty and like third world countries and all those yes, kinds of yes. things. And so, I don't know, I guess I had an epiphany and it hit me like, ooh. <laughs> like, wow. I guess that was me, but not really. Like, we were living in the projects, but I had everything I needed and wanted. Yes. Um, in life. And so, I think because of that, my family was so... Um, adamant about me going to college mm-hmm. and wanted me to go to college and just being cultured and broadening my horizons. I was already smart, but my family wanted more. They knew I could do more. That's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And so um, they like, believed in me more. I like yes. how she said I was yes. already smart. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was. Yes. 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 I yes. came out this way. And so um, <laughs> I was just, you know, journeying and expanding. I'm a first generation college student. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, thank yes. you. Thank yes, you. yes, yeah. Um, you opened that gift. Yeah, yeah. I did. It's a wonderful thing. I'm the oldest of, I think, five siblings now, and a niece. And so I've always been taught, you know, that I have to set examples for them and be a mentor for them yes. and be a woman that I would want my sisters to be. And so that's just what I try to do every day, and that's really was carried me um, to this point. And so in college, I was very active. I started a organization for black women who were like trying to learn their hair and transition and learn their textures. And so we started an organization called Unblemished. I was the president of that organization, I don't know, for like a year or two. Then I went on to be the president of the NAACP um, on my campus. And then I went on to, you know, just 
I guess lead and start of the organizations. Um, I graduated and came home and when I was growing up in Fort Worth, we always had something going on. There was always something going on for the kids or there was always like a Juneteenth event or somebody at the park barbecuing or doing something and that wasn't really happening anymore. Okay. And so um, when I first got into, I guess, activism here, I was just kind of sticking with what I knew. So, um, which was voter registration. So I took a voter registration class to be registered here and started registering voters. Um, oh, okay. I finally became a teacher and got my job and I did that, but I was always, I'm, I was always meant Wanting to be. Wanting more. Yeah. Um, and I think I was always meant to be an advocate or an activist or whatever the case. Okay. Um, I consider myself to be those things and try to do them in principal ways um, and learn as much as I can because I know that I have people who would listen to me or follow my words. Okay. Um, and so I came home, I did that for a little while. I broadened my horizons, increased in my politics. Um, then fast forward, the George Ford uprising started to happen. And okay. then there was this like great awakening and I wanted to, this time I didn't go straight to the streets. I did end up at a few protests but I just I didn't go straight into it. I wanted to um, think. I just felt the shift, and for me, I think it was a time of reflection because I was tired. I was tired of protesting. I was tired of organizing. I was tired of tired of it all. And I mean, at this point, it was 2020, and so in my mind, I think I kept just asking, like, God, what can I do, or what can be done? Okay. And I asked that for a few days, and then. One day I stumbled across some community fridges in Houston oh, okay. and New Orleans and then found out that they were like all over the world and that it really wasn't that hard to do or get started. Um, I took about $200 out of my check <laughs> <laughs> and I went and got a whole bunch of paint and started selling people. My friend gave me a refrigerator and from there we started Funky Town Fridge. Okay, so let me ask you this. How did you come with the name Funky Town Fridge? That's where I'm from. Funky Town? Yeah. It, it's Funky Town. I, my daddy and my family, like, it was always Funky Town. Where okay. you going, the funk? Okay. <laughs> we had Funky Town. Well, see, when you're not from here, you yeah. know, I, I hear it all the yeah, time. Yeah, when you're not from yeah, here, yeah. I hear it all the time, and I don't like you. But, but, so you stuck with Funky Town yeah, Fridge. Yeah, Funky Town. So now, what does Funky Town Fridge, what do they do? How do they help? Because you're sounding and you're, you're going to this avenue of, it, you say you're not a minister, but that is, <laughs> that is ministry. Yes, yes it is. So, yes, so it what is. does Funky Town And you know that's a very important do? ministry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So what does Funky Town Fridge do? So Funky Town Fridge is a community solidarity fridge. What we do is we place refrigerators and pantries um, side by side outside of buildings, any building, a barbershop, a car wash. Nail shop, beauty shop. Refrigerators. Any, yes, ma'am. Okay. Any private owned business that would want a fridge, we would, that's in the food apartheid community. We would place a fridge there. And so people can go and take food at any time, and then people can go and get food at any time. And oh, they're okay. accessible to anybody 24 7, 365 days a year. 
So if I want some ice cream at, at <laughs> 10 o'clock at night, and I, and I know where one of these refrigerators are, I can just 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 go and just open it up and whatever is in there. If it's some in there, girl, I can go and get it. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. So then, well then, let me ask you this: How are you getting the products to put in to these refrigerators? Um. Well. Are, are, I can't. No, no, listen to because I'm asking you a very profound question because if I need to ask my my the audience, yeah. hey, we have a a refrigerator on the corner of <laughs> walk and don't yes, walk, yeah, and it's empty, and I need yeah. this to be filled at midnight tonight. Yes, ma'am. Can you so talk to me? Tell me what I what I need to do to to help Funky Town Fridge. Oh, there's so many ways to help. Okay. There's so many so many things to do, honestly. Um, we clean the fridges every week. Okay. Um, we keep, like, we try to keep a running volunteer list that we update now monthly because we get so many at one time. Um, we have links on our website for people who want to donate a fridge. Um, we, have a we have a host application on our website if somebody has um, a business um, or church or any kind of uh, private owned building. Okay. And they're in a community in one of the apartheid communities on the, the north side or the south side or the east side or um, the west side. And we'll have a conversation. And if they are confident in having a fridge there, then we place it there and just leave the rest of the community. And so we have a lot of people who have. Um, who's still behind the project a lot i know the fourth aka's they go like i think yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i think they go like twice a month now um and you know the more i put it out there just gonna toot my horn and my marketing skills okay okay <laughs> the more i put it out there and the more i market it and let people know sometimes i just get in our van and just drive to different restaurants and hand them pamphlets and say here do you have a restaurant or um, do you waste food all the time? We try to get people who work in grocery stores or restaurants that are known for food waste that will throw food away and we try to get them to, you know, keep it and bring it to the fridge. So how many, about how many refrigerators do you have? Uh, we you, have you know? three now and I'm working on a fourth. I'm trying to open in May 15th. Um, we may have to move it back a day, but it's going to come out this May in Poly. Okay, so wh where are they? Where are they placed? Um, so there is one at the Goodwill on Campus Drive, the regional Goodwill. Okay, across the street from ODY. Uh huh. Um, that one is there in honor of uh, Tatiana Jefferson and her family. Wow. Okay. Yes, With permission from her family, okay. I always make that known because you know, people just be out here. <laughs> okay. Um, so it was done in collaboration with the family with respects. Um, we have the Stop Six Fridge that's at um, Firm Ministries on uh, 4500 East Berry. F E R N, Firm Ministries? Yes, F I R N. Oh, oh, F I R N, Firm. firm. Okay, yes, firm, firm Ministries, okay. Firm the refrigerator three. outside or inside? Outside. Is it locked? No. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so that's in stop six. Yes, oh, ma'am. Now, where is that? Look, which which uh, street? First. Oh, Eastbury. Okay, Eastbury. Yes, ma'am. The church is called First Redemption International Ministries. Okay. Okay. First Redemption. First mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, with Reverend Tally. Reverend Tally. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like 
right in the heart of Stop Six, the the preacher there, he went to Dunbar, and I'm sure he went with some of my aunties, my granny and my aunties now. Okay, and then where's um, the third one? The third one is in Polly. In Polly? Uh-huh, on Vaughn Boulevard. That's where I, I, um, I was instrumental in taking food there. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And you said yeah. they all I was at work when you did that. Absolutely. They're outside <laughs> and open. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, th- these refrigerators are placed there sp- specifically for people that are less fortunate, that are hungry, that, that, that are homeless or that don't have anything. Talk to me. <laughs> we try not to um, label label it. Okay, okay. And but it is what it is, though. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. We try. We try to um, just use an inclusive language of just community. So I take from the fridges, or like if I'm there and I need some water, some water in there, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take it because I don't want it to be stigmatized. And mm-hmm. I don't want people to feel any kind of way when they go to a fridge. Well, see, that's like me. Like, like I said, if I get up at 10 o'clock at night and I want, because uh, 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 I love ice cream. Yeah, yeah. And if, if I can go there, hey, yeah. you know. So it's for everybody. It's for, like okay. you said, ministry calls you to help the people that you don't even want to help sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to a commercial break real quick. And we're going to come back with Kendra and the Funky Town Fridge. Okay. Because we want to make sure, because okay. she said, we don't stigmatize. And before I say it's for the needy, not the greedy, <laughs> before I go there, we're going to make sure she get her thoughts together. Because Crystal is planning on going to the fridge. And I was going to tell her, it's not for the need, it's not for the greedy, it's for the needy. But we'll be back right <laughs> after <Daniels>. this. <laughs> Hey, this is Troy Napoleon Brown, host of Thy Kingdom Come, broadcasting live each week on Saturday, 3 to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time from FBRN Studios at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to hear traditional gospel music and a word from the Lord. So be sure to log on each week, Saturday at 3 to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time to catch on to Thy Kingdom Come on FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. Podcasters and internet radio hosts, it's time to take your show to the next level. Hi, my name is Sammy G, a 30-plus year radio broadcasting veteran, public speaker, and voiceover artist. And for the last 11 years, now the proud owner of Fishbowl Radio Network, the largest and most listened to streaming platform and radio station facility of its kind. Two years ago, I created a proprietary system to help podcasters and internet radio hosts learn how to program their show like the pros, build a constantly growing and loyal fan base, and monetize their show. I teach this system every six weeks via Zoom to individuals all over the world. The Behind the Mic Masterclass is six one-hour classes that will finally take your show to the next level. Call today, 817-633-4880, 817-633-4880, and reserve your seat for the next Behind the Mic Masterclass. Hey DFW, it's Luna and Nika, owners of Real Dallas Properties and Management, here to serve all your real estate needs. Nika, tell them what we do. So we're a Dallas-based boutique real estate brokerage, and we're full service, which means we can help with every and any type of real estate transaction. That's right. We got your back at every stage of life. 
Whether you need an apartment, a home rental to buying your first home, selling that home, buying investments to even property management. And don't forget commercial. Looking for a new space for your business? We got you on that too. You can reach us on Instagram at Real Dallas Properties or shop all properties on the market at realdallasproperties.com. Hi, this is Diane Marion Eunice, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. For the past nine years, I have worked with over 300 couples in the areas of sexual health, communication, and conflict resolution. If you are interested in rebuilding connection and intimacy with your partner, please contact me today. I can be reached at 682-201-8175, or you can email me at diane at let's talkrelationships.org or visit my website at www.letstalkrelationships.org and remember you can't heal if you refuse to deal Atención, Kiko está contractando. ¿Has oído bien? Kiko está contractando. Kiko te está buscando para ocupar los siguientes puestos. Costurera, operadora de máquinas, conductores de carretillas elevadoras, cargadoras, empacadoras y embolsadoras. Hay dos turnos disponibles de la mañana o noche con más horas disponible. Kiko ofrece excelentes beneficios médicos solo 30 días después de la contracción y el partido de la 401k. Visítenos en kikohome.com y envíe su resumen a cariano lkiko.com. También puede presentar su solicitud en persona en 5450 West Keys Boulevard en Dallas. Todas las entrevistas se realizan en persona. No te pierdes esta gran oportunidad de trabajo hoy mismo en Kiko. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Fishbowl Radio Network. Voice matters. Jump in. One, two, three. This is Lady Jackie Holly Bell at the Am I Worth the Time Radio Show, where we reach one, grab one, teach one, to encourage one, and love one. Won't he do it? Jimmy, time to get busy with a Jenny. If it's good and plenty, don't you know? Yeah. 
there I go, there I go, there I go But I don't go nowhere without my gym hat What I'm rapping is if she's clapping Then I'm strapping cause I'm smarter than that And then girly, maybe we can get along Shooty after cutie, it's just the same old song It's the same old song, y'all uh, it's just the same old song The freaky deep, the spooky deep, up and down. Well, as a matter of fact, I'll be right back. I gotta take a leak. So I'm draining entertainers, but I got fame and the bases I touch. Too much for me to try to be naming. Hey yo, you saw me on cable and grip. I busted in and I was going to win. I thought Gable back in Oakland. It's the same old song. It's more shorty, same freckles and hat, drinking the same four. Hypothetical, political, lyrical, miracle whip. Just like butter, my rhymes are legit. Cause I'm a Humpty, not Humpty Dumpty, but Humpty Hump. Here a hump, there a hump, everywhere I'm Humpty Hump. Shut up and just listen, not dissing, don't get me wrong. But to me it's just the same old song So just watch Cause my name is Shock I like to rock And you can't stop this Tupac go ahead and rock now this Now I clown around When I hang around With the underground Girls used to frown Say I'm down When I come around Gas me And when they pass me They used to diss me Harass me But now they ask me If they can kiss me Kids of fame People change Wanna live their life high Same song can't go wrong If I play the nice guy Claiming fame Must have changed Now that we became strong I remain still the Why same too? Cause it's the same song and I'm, I'm, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Am I Worth the Time show and in the studio along with Stevie B, Crystal Daniels, and some awesome, <laughs> fabulous young ladies, Miss Leo Jordan and Miss Kendra Richardson. I want you all that's looking by Facebook. I want you all that's listening by internet and sharing by Facebook. If you have anything on your mind, drop it on the line. Any questions, give us a call right here in the studio, 214-556-6239. And so now, I'm going to turn it back over to Krista. All right, all right. Here in the uh, studio with me once again is Lady Kendra and Lady Leah. Uh, we left uh, talking about Funky Town Fridge. Let, let, let me ask you this. Outside of Funky Town Fridge, mm -hmm. Kendra, what, 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 what do you do? What else, what else is there for Kendra? What oh, do do? so um, 
I do a lot. I own a natural hair care brand by the name of Cocoa Butter Queen. Cocoa and, Butter Queen? Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. <laughs> For those that have that natural hair. Yeah. You know how to work that. Okay. Yeah. So I, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I recently became a natural hair stylist, um, which is I recently came back from Houston. And we took this this very rigorous training for about three days, and she taught us everything we need to know. And we were just there soaking up everything and learning about our hair and our treasures and how to take care of them. And then to be able to bring those things back to our own communities and um, to people who are either looking to transition into natural hair, who already have natural hair, who don't necessarily know what to do with it or how to handle it or to how to make it more manageable just for everyday life. And so okay. um, I'm currently in formulation school for natural hair care products. And when I finish, I hope to be able to make, first of all, hair care, hair care products for any hair type, but specifically um, to help those people who are struggling with their natural hair, to help them make it more manageable um, so that they can feel comfortable and free with the hair that grows out of their own heads. Oh. Um, in a world that constantly stigmatizes us for wow. everything we do, yeah. but especially for our hair. Wow, um, that's good. Wow, yes. that is yes. awesome. That is awesome. Yes, yes. there's a skincare that. line. <laughs> oh, you have a skincare line yes, too? Yes, it's a whole beauty brand. So we do skincare and hair care. And um, I'm going to go to school for anti-aging formulations because uh, some people have asked for those things too. So they, they're, the products are pretty in high demand, and so I try to do what I can and generate them as much as possible. We're going to do a relaunch um, this coming up fall, and we'll start over with a whole new website. Um, we'll start adding actual hair care and doing, like, consultations for people who want to know more about their hair and how to take care of their hair. And it doesn't just have to be natural, but that is what I specialize in. So what you do, see, when you first started, you said that, no, you're not a minister, you're not this, you're not right. that. But do you not know that what you're doing, that is a ministry? Yes. And, and I mean, I'm talking from, you know, self-care. Um, a, a real good friend of mine, before I came here, we were talking about personal care, self-care. Mm -hmm. So not only are you talking about feeding the body. Yes, ma'am. You're talking about beautifying the body. Yes. You're talking about Edifying it, it. And yes. that yes, and that is that is a ministry. Yes, ma'am. And I want to be able to like tie those things in together and show that you can also take care of yourself but your community at the same time. So not yes. just self care needs but the needs of your community and how we can add that on as an entity on our own individual self care routines and regimens. So, Liv, what do, what do you think about what do you think about what I just <laughs> shared with her? Because I know there's a, there's a scripture in the Bible speaking about what there are few. Okay, <laughs> there are few. Okay, no, I, I do think I know that it is ministry. And uh, what what I'd like to to say just when before Jesus got ready to preach one of his biggest sermons. Before uh, he got ready to talk, what yes. did he do, right? He said, come bring <laughs> yes, me your, come, uh -huh. this fish and yes. this bread and he made sure people could eat. Yes. And not just because it was generous and a nice thing to do and because it was lunchtime, but if people are hungry, they yes. can't do nothing else. If they're, if they're physically lacking, their spirit is diminished as well. Right. And right. so there are some practical needs that have to be met for First. our community before we can talk about a scripture right 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 and, and another thing 
broadly is that Jesus was living in uh, a time of empire, right? They were under the Roman uh -huh. Empire, yes. and empires when you have, you know, one percent, mm -hmm. no, yeah, all the, capitalism, you know, capitalism. But one percent of the people hold most of the income, mm -hmm. and we're in that situation now. When we're in that, you have a lot of people who are just walking around, barely functioning, right? And it takes ministers of all kinds to repair souls and community in that type of situation. You have to have people providing food, providing. Um, you know, therapy, mental health, all these things. Trauma-informed yoga. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 That too. But yes. all of these things make um, a whole body. And mm -hmm. so what she's doing uh, took so much foresight and, and so much uh, of a prophetic lens to see into the need of our community. So it's absolutely the work of Jesus. You know, one of, uh, and I, like I said, I was speaking with one of my friends before we came and one of the things that your grandmother did, mm -hmm. um, it was some years ago when, when uh, we had one of the, the conventions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were so used to the minister's wives going to uh, our meeting and then going to a fashion show mm -hmm. and doing this. But no, this one particular year, your grandmother, she did self-care. Yeah. She did self-care. We had people there that were from the hospital. We had people there that were doing massages on us. We had uh, people there. They were doing just some of everything. Mm -hmm. And my friend said, and that next year, the, her city hosted the convention. Yeah. And she said, what your grandmother did inspired her. Mm -hmm. And so when, when, they, when we went to them there in Houston, she said, she told your grandmother, I'm not going to do nothing less than what you've done. <laughs> and she had, she said she had people, and it was so, it's so ironic that we're on this subject because yes. she was, we were just talking about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she said she brought people in that were doing massages, facials, sure. talking, uh, t you know, mentally, you know, challenged, because we can get in an area where we're mentally challenged being in this particular um yeah. you know lifestyle <laughs> yeah. and she said that you know but it took the whole man it took so l l let me ask you this yes, both of you mm -hmm. how can we help you because we are talking about empowering our youth yes mm -hmm. how can we help you in this area how can we help you with funky town fridge how can we help you you know place the products because when we went on break, I didn't know, but you 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 touched on the fact of we have, you yeah. know, self care products, yeah. you know, and it's not just you know ice cream and all. You know, <laughs> and, and forgive me, listening no, audience, no, I was no. just you know playing. I but, didn't explain but, it what, all. But please explain explain what's in the refrigerator, and then explain how we can help you going forward, okay. even with. Because I thought you were going to say, oh, we have about 40 refrigerators. Uh, and when I you wish. said three, I was yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. We just have three. We've had six, but, you know, we've shut down three. And so now we're down to three and then opening up a fourth, which is fine. I came in this it's thing. It's fine for now. Yeah, it's fine right, for now. Right. Just I came for now. in this thing right. expected, not expecting everybody to, to be down with what we do and how we do it. So that's totally fine as long as I know that. I live in a 
a world of abundance. Yes. <laughs> because of my beliefs. And so I know when one fridge closes down, there will be another person in another neighborhood who cares enough to have one on their at their place of business. And so it's fine. It's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Um, but okay, is it so hard is it hard to get the refrigerator, or is it hard to have the refrigerator placed somewhere? I think, or is it both? Right now, it's harder to find fridge hosts, which is a per a way somewhere to place a refrigerator, which is like a private-owned business. Okay. Um. So we're always looking for people who yes want to host a fridge who will say like. Yes, you can put a funky town fridge here in front of my business, and it can be there and serve the community. And we take care of it. We have volunteers that go and clean it weekly. Okay. Um, we keep it cleaned, and so we're always looking for people who are willing to give time and volunteer and go shopping for the fridges or to go meet us at a fridge and help us fill it up. Sometimes it can be a lot going to grocery shop for a fridge and then um, having to go and fill every fridge at one time and shopping for three fridges at one time can be like $700 worth of groceries okay. and we're living in a time of inflation so things are constantly going up um, so, so how can how can the, the listening audience if yes. they want to make a donation how can they donate to Funky Town Fridge so we have a website called funkytownfridge.org FunkyTownFridge.org. Yes. Okay. Um, we are currently working on trying to get funds for a distribution building. So that'll be like the first thing you see on there. But there are also things on there like our guidelines. We only accept vegetables, whole vegetables, and whole fruits, or frozen vegetables, <laughs> or frozen fruits, and um, canned goods and dry goods. And sometimes people. Um, make hygiene packages and they'll come take them to the fridges or they'll make like harm reduction packages and take them to the fridges because we do serve a huge houseless population um there's also an application there to be a funky town fridge host so if you had a business or a place in one of those neighborhoods and you wanted a fridge on your property you can fill out a host application there and then um, from there, we'll email and correspond and meet up and see where you would like the fridge placed and all those kinds of things. Um, there's also a volunteer uh, application on there so we can have the information to update our volunteer email list. And then there's our donation links. So Okay, we now that's what, yes. donation <laughs> links. We have okay, our donation links. say link. that very slow. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Okay. So... If you want all the links at one time, you can just go to funkytownfridge.org forward slash donate. Okay. And it'll pull up everything. It'll pull up our Amazon wish list that we have, um, which is very crucial to the work that we do because it we keep the tools and things on there that we use. Um, we, we update it constantly because the more we open up fridges, the more we'll th need things like paint and um, tools to build and help us. Uh, build the little fridge homes. So our Amazon wish list is pretty crucial. We have our GoFundMe on there, um, and also our Cash App and our Venmo, which is all Funky Town Fridge. Okay, so if someone doesn't have a computer, yes, and they have their phone, <laughs> they can't go to Funky Town Fridge. Uh -huh. What's the Cash App? The Cash App is Money Sign Funky Town Fridge. 
M O N E Y. No, no, no. The money sign. Okay, the, the okay the dollar yeah, sign. The dollar sign. Okay. And then just Funky Town Fred. F U N K Y. Yes. Town T O W N. Look, you look. I, you. I'm serious. Yeah, I, told, right. I told you she needed help. I'm si- No, 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 no. Because some people, I'm, I'm. You know what? Okay, I'll just throw myself out there. Yeah. I don't want any mistakes. I got you. When I, if it, you know, not if when God has me to do this. I don't want any mistakes. Yes, ma'am. So let's make it plain for everybody. All right. Okay. Let's so do it. dollar sign funky town fridge. F R I D G E. Yes, ma'am. Dot. That's it. That's your oh, funky that's, town yeah, fridge. That's, that's, that's the cash, cash app. app. Yes. Okay. All right. That's the cash it. app. Okay. And then the Venmo is just funky town fridge. Funky Town Fridge. Everything is Funky Town Fridge. Okay. And it, it usually pops up if you just type in Funky mm-hmm. Town Fridge, you can find it. Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And then our, if people want to Zill, we usually use our email address. Okay. And that is? Funky Town Fridge. Everything is Funky Town Fridge. Everything. Right. Oh, she's from it's Funky Town. It's on my hat. It's on my shirt. Funky <laughs> okay. Funky, Funky Town, Town Fridge, Fridge. At gmail.com. And you can also purchase one of these hats, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You can purchase a t-shirt. Okay. You can and get wh- you a French hop t-shirt. Okay, so what is the price of that, that hat there? This hat is 30 30 okay. Yes, $30 for the hat. Yes. Okay, and that shirt. Yes, 30 Everything is 30 Everything yes, is 30 that's the standard price. Funky Town Fridge and everything is 30 Yeah, <laughs> the shipping is free. Yes. Shipping is free. Shipping is free. Okay, all right, yes, ma'am. all right. All right. Yeah. Hey, so I love that. We I try to make that. ourselves as easy and as accessible as possible. So anytime anybody wants to find us, you can always put in Funky Town Fridge and something is going to come up and you can find us. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And then if they, do, do you have a phone number that they can we call? We do. Okay. What is that phone number? So our number is 682. 682. 207-207-7436. You know, you touched me when you said you, you grew up in the projects. You said you were poor and didn't even know you were poor. Yeah, I didn't. You know, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot of us grew yes, up like that, yeah. Yes, but we had the love. We had the love. I and had so the love. I you, had the community. Because I remember my mother, she would say, hey, take this cake down the street mm-hmm. to so-and-so. And I'm like, why she can't come get it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no that's funny. Mother, no, really. Same. And, you know, that's when I got popped upside my head. <laughs> Then, I've been um, so I'm trying to buy the morning market in Stop Six, and it's this grocery store that we all used to go to on the east side. Morning market, yes, ma'am. Okay, where is that? It's on Rosedale, and no, it's on Ramey and Rosedale. Um, it's at that corner, and we used to always go. I know I went there as a child. Okay, and so I knew if I went there, then. All the generations before me had to go there because we've been in the projects for 56 years. And so I've been, you know, campaigning and trying to get the word out through our Instagram and our Facebook and our Twitter um, by getting the stories or gathering the stories, which is how I grew up listening to stories. Yes, yes. Um, gathering the stories from all my aunties Wisdom. and all my uncles and my grandmother and having them tell their stories mm-hmm. of the morning market and how they grew up there. And I've learned so much, which is very cool. And come to find out that the whole strip down Rosedale used to be full of black-owned businesses. And um, the morning market, by the time I came around, they were owned by Asians. That's Rosedale and Trinity, right? Trinity? 
range. Yeah. Well, it might like be by changed. the railroad tracks. Yeah, they change. They change. Well, don't ask me. <laughs> Yeah, they've changed all the names of the streets yeah. and stuff because oh, now tyranny, it's like tyranny, Rosedale and tyranny. Yeah, now it's like at the red light, stop six choice neighborhood or something. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, whatever. So okay. we are, um, and so I've been gathering those kind of stories and come to find out that the owner that used to own the building he used to give away free breakfast oh, in the mornings. Okay, and so we, wow. which was crazy, because we just started a free breakfast program this year. Oh, wow. um, for teachers and students and parents. And okay. so wow. we were giving out um, a nutritional balance. I know they give free breakfast at school, but we all know how that breakfast looks. <laughs> so okay. we were giving them healthy and nutritional breakfasts on their way to school, and they were all into-go boxes. And it was all COVID-safe and COVID-friendly. And they would drive up, and we would give them their breakfast, and then um, we would give the teachers PPE supplies. So this is all volunteer. Yes. Call me for wow. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? That's that's one thing you know that that you know I like. I love volunteering. I I love volunteering. I yeah. love giving because you know he says if you give, it's, I'm, I'm gonna give it back to you. Yes, ma'am. Not only am I gonna give it back to you, but he said good measures, press down, shake Shaking. it together, yeah. <laughs> and running, running over. over. Yeah. You know, I've been a widow now, going on what ten years, eleven years. And it's, the Bible does not tell an untruth. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed, begging for bread. Yes, ma'am. And when Revelations 3 and 20 says, Behold, I'm just going to stand at the door and knock. He right. said, If you open up the door and let me in, I'm going to come in, I'm going to sup with you and you with me. In other words, and I, you know, I'm putting my own spin on this. Mm -hmm. He's not going to beat the door down and say, open it up. But if you just keep that door open, he's going to just constantly come in and come out. And so I look at my hand. And if when I keep my hand open, if I'm constantly giving out, he's constantly putting in so I can give out. Right. Yes, and right. so that's, you know, so listening audience. Yes. Come on now. <laughs> come on. You all yeah. know me. You know me. This is Lady Daniels now. I am asking on the behalf of Funky Town Fridge. Yes, ma'am. This is what I need for you to do. I'm not going to say if, but I'm going to say when. When I call on you, you, you have always come to my rescue. Just as so it is when you call me, I'm always there for you. This is one time that I need you to really, really help Kendra Richardson. <laughs> help Kendra with this funky town fridge. Please. We know where we've been, yeah. but we mm -hmm. don't know where we're going. Yeah. And if you look at Ukraine now, we never would have thought in a million years right. that they will be become refugees. Mm. You know, Russia without Ukraine is just a country. But Russia with Ukraine is an empire. And so this is what we need to do. We have so many people out there doing the wrong things for the wrong reason because they're wanting themselves to be, oh, but no. Kendra, I just asked her on, on break. I said, Kendra, how how are you benefiting by it? Are you making any money off? She told me no. So you don't think that I'm going to pour into this? So come on, my friends. You, I have so many friends out there. Even if it's $10, $15, $50, $100. You know, do what you can. Funky Town Fridge. Help them out. Please, yes. please, by all means. Please. Help them out. Yes. They're doing it for, for us. And we appreciate for it for yes. everybody. Yes. For the whole community. Yes, for the whole entire community. Yes. Now, Kendra. Yes, ma'am. 
All right, I'm gonna put you on pause a minute because I need to put a plug in for Leah as Go well. Ahead. Because Go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm I'm working this thing, y'all. Yeah, I'm working girl. this thing, and what I want, <laughs> see, even with with Leah, Leah needs some help as well, and we know we can do it. Now, Leah, tell us how we can help you. Well, um, as an entrepreneur, that means it's really just me. Um, all the editing, all the writing, all the preaching and coaching I do for people, it is, it's really kind of a, a one-person show. And so what I'd like to do is make this work, this ministry, be my life, the center of my life. Wow. And I'd like to have this be official and, and have an LLC as an editor and as a, you know, that kind of Speaking company. to that mic, you, you, you <laughs> fading away. Speak strength. Yes, I would like to have this be uh, an official business as an LLC and any contribution that would enable me to purchase an LLC for myself would be so necessary and essential in this season. Um, the, the first need I have is you can follow me on Facebook. You can get to my website, which is just like Funky Town Fridge. Everything is Leah Brene Jordan. Leah. Uh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. L-E-A-H. L-E-A-H. My uh -huh. middle name is Brene. B-R-E-N-E-E. -E okay. Jordan. J-O-R-D-A-N. Okay. Dot com. All right, that's my website. My okay. services are on there, things that I can do for people, coaching, writing, whatever. Um, my blog is on there, the pieces oh, that okay. I've written myself. You can read those. Her Funky Town Fridge piece. Yes. I, oh, oh okay. I, did, I, I did. I wrote a fridge. Uh, called, Wasn't that the first uh, one? Yeah, called Feed the Funk. Yeah. Wow. And it was yeah. about how, uh, you know, Kendra kind of rolled the stone away for the city and, and brought resurrection. But it's all on there. You can read my stuff. If you like it, please share it on Facebook or with your friends. You can subscribe and just you never know who's going to wow. see it and who you can connect with. Okay. But as far as uh, financially to help me get an LLC and, and anything else that will enable me to show up for the body, my cash app is Leah Brene. Okay. So I, know, Is it the dollar sign? The dollar sign is okay. there. <laughs> Leah Brene. Okay. My Zelle, it, you can do my email address, which is Jordan at gmail.com. It's the full name. Um, yeah, and just any anything that you would sow into my life, my ministry, I'd be so grateful for. Can we add on to that? Uh, or I <laughs> add yes. on to that. But we want to be community-led businesses. Yes. We yes. want to be community-owned. We want to be accountable to our community. Yes. And mm -hmm. this is... Uh, another big part of how I was saying that self-care and community care should be one and the same there should be a balance and a way to tie that in together especially as black people because our community is most in need and we always show up for each other yes in yes, tremendous yes. ways and so that's that's ultimately I think how we want to run all of our businesses oh, yeah. i'm also a trauma-informed yoga instructor i also want funky town fridge to be eventually i want to be able to have me a salary from funky town fridge or from all my businesses but funky town fridge was always just my my it's who i am right mm -hmm. right, right. <laughs> it's who i am as a person right. it, it's just i i grew up giving away gift baskets to elderly people with my grandmother on days when she was just free and she would make the baskets and we would go out and give right, it to them. Right. We're just givers by nature and by heart. And I want to be able to have that kind of freedom um, to be able to continue to show up for my community and not have to be um, held up <laughs> by wow. 
the rest of um, by those things by capitalism by jobs and by those kinds of things and then things happen so quick quickly yesterday was mother's day and my granny and my sister who are mothers had to go help me fill the fridge right <laughs> and so wow. it is hard to really have a life and do this too mm-hmm. at the same time and so i think that's why we want to iterate the the funding and just the help of the community as much as possible because we want to be able to um to pour back into them as much as they pour back into us we wouldn't be here without community you are absolutely right ladies and gentlemen if you're listening and you're watching right now we want you to know that you're looking at the community driven the community Hmm. love the community heart the community everything in action right here on the am i worth the time show Kendra Richardson, who yes. is the founder of Funky Town Fridge. Listen, if you would just go to Funky Town Fridge, everything you need to know about the refrigerators and where they're located in the community. Yes. Fr- in the community, yes, your way yes. of giving. All you got to do is just go to Funky Town Fridge. And then all you got to also do, check out Miss <laughs> Jordan. Miss yes. Jordan, Miss Jordan. I believe Miss Jordan can help a whole lot of us. Yeah, yeah, because you know some of us, we stuck with some bad thinking. And I think also Kendra <laughs> can do the same thing. But listen, you can go to LeoBrenetJordan.com. Yes. LeoBrenetJordan.com. Dot com and it you can look her up you can you can you can email her you can cash out yeah. everything that she need to that you can do as a volunteer for both of these young ladies who serves and looking to help the community get on over there look at look at those sites and do your thing yeah. sow a seed yeah. sow a seed sow a seed so we'll see. So we'll see. Yes, yes. That's what we need. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's that's the thing. You know, we need to we need to get behind you, get on side, get in front of you, get under you, and push because that's what it's all about. Yes, yeah. that's what it's all about. So when we get to that point where we can sit back in our easy chair and see you come across our TV, we can honestly say, I'm grateful to God that I did plant a seed. And look at what she's doing now. She's going and she's giving. And then, because that's the African proverb. You yes, know, ma'am. That's, that's what it, it says. Yes, they ma'am. said, when you push that out, I'll never forget. Akeem Olajuwon, he said he was taught. Once he gets to the top and he gets off of that elevator, when he pushes that elevator back down, you don't put that elevator, you don't send that elevator back down with nothing. You put something right. on it because when someone else opens it up, then they're going to get in and the cycle just constantly need. do this. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, and that's what we need to do yes. to help and to help our youth. Yes, yes. And when yes. we do that, put something in, in, in their heads where yeah. they can, you know, want to do something, want to become something, mm-hmm. want to become somebody and not just out there being stereotyped as, you know, killers and right. and robbers criminals. and all of this yeah. yes criminals yeah. yes so i'm with you i'm with you on that we're gonna go to another song break ladies and gentlemen we're gonna come right back these ladies gonna wrap it up for us mm-hmm. we're gonna go to double dutch bus coming down <laughs> the street right. yes. if i knew it i would yes. do double dutch bus yes. with the foot coming down <laughs> stop sitting that's what the kingdom does. It comes down. <laughs> yes, yes. I wish I could. 
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Am I Worth the Time show. It's your boy, your host, Stevie B, right here with Lady Crystal Daniels. And we also have some young, viable, energetic <laughs> young ladies that are entrepreneurs. They are community-driven. Matter of fact, they love their community that's right yes, they yes. love their community and if you're just joining us right here on the am i worth the time show in just a few moments kendra is going to be sharing uh, a ways on how you can give to the funky town fridge now watch this ladies and gentlemen this is a young lady young lady in her 20s yes, who is yes. crazy about her community, community yeah. and she has refrigerators throughout poly stop six in the community in front of business where people donate they take care of it all you have to do is just donate put put food that help and it's not just limited to anybody yeah. It is not just limited to anybody. If you're jogging and you don't have some water, there's a fridge somewhere, and she's going to tell us in a minute, somewhere in Pilot, there's a fridge sitting outside operating clean refrigerator yes. with fresh food, yes. fresh ice cream bars, water, <laughs> uh, uh, soda pop, you you name it, they got it in there. Hygiene. Yes. Whatever, whatever you need, because that's the way they love the community and they're not tacky about their community. And it's a marvelous thing. I gotta say to Crystal, thank you for inviting these yes. young people thank to you. come so and much. be a yeah. part of the Am I Worth the Time show. Thank you for having me. I'm just, yeah. doing, I'm just doing what I do. Just doing what I do. Yeah, nobody but the Lord yes, put these young ladies on my heart. Because, you know, if we don't help them, who will? Yeah. And so, yeah. right. you know, we, we, we have to. And when they're inspired, you know, they, they're an inspiration to me. And yeah. so, so Kendra, yes. tell me once again. Yes. Now, don't, don't be shy about, you know, asking for donations. I'm not. Don't be shy <laughs> about giving us those cash apps, Funky yeah. Town Fridge. Let it rip. All right. So if you want to support Funky Town Fridge, the community fridge, you can go to funkytownfridge.org um, forward slash donate, and it'll send you to all of our donation links for our cash app, for our Venmo, um, for our Amazon wish list, and for our GoFundMe. We do depend on heavily on the community um, funding us, and please don't let numbers ever discourage you. If you have a dollar in your cash app, and you choose to give it to us, we will gladly accept it and always be grateful mm -hmm. um, for how the community shows up for us. If you would like to support our my natural hair care line, um, you can follow me on Instagram at the Cocoa Butter Queen. Um, my Venmo and Cash App is also the Cocoa Butter Queen with two E, so T H E E C O C O A oh. Butter B U T T E R Queen. Q-U-E-E-N. Um, if you would like to support in that endeavor, or if you have natural hair, or if you ever want to be a model and get your hair done for free, oh, <laughs> hit okay. me up. Um, I'm always looking for models. I'm really trying to build um, this beauty brand. Um, so I'm always looking for people who want to be a model, or if anybody wants to donate a shampoo bowl, <laughs> let your girl know. 
Um, <laughs> um, I'm also a trauma-informed yoga instructor, and so I plan on do, starting donation-based yoga sometime this summer. Um, but that will also be through Funky Town Fridge, and that will be a good way to also help us get what we need in that way. And we'll specifically be in the community looking for people who are willing to um, work through their trauma and find ways to just cope and be and not always live in their f- fight or flight responses. Wow. Excellent. Yes. All right. Thank That's you so me. much. So that was that was Kendra, and now we're getting ready to hear from Leah Jordan. Yes. So my website is com. That's just my full name, L-E-A-H-B-R-E-N-E-E-J-O-R-D-A-N.com. Uh, that's my full name, and e- Gmail is my email as well. Uh, I'd love for you to follow and subscribe to my website, read my blog if you like it. Share it to your Facebook or to your friends. You never know who I might connect with um, via the community. And if you would like to sow a seed into my life and ministry, into my public pastoral care, my cash app is uh, Leah Brene, L-E-A-H-B-R-E-N-E-E. And you can zell me at that email address. All right. Yeah. All right. Once again, you know, all, all good things must come to... Not in the end. Just a comma. Got it. See. Yes. They gotta go yes. higher. Because yes. we're getting ready to take this and we're getting ready to soar. Yes, but I ma'am. want to personally thank them for coming on the Am I Worth the Time radio show. Thank you. Um, thank you for it has us. been it has been an esteemed honor for wow. me to have these two ladies here. And I I I'm just waiting to see what's getting ready to take place now absolutely remember Decided. i don't i don't i don't like waiting you know a year down the uh, down the line you know right. i want to see when i get ready to walk out i want to hear you know that they were receiving some residuals from the listening audience so yes, once yes. again listening audience i really thank you for your time thank your you patience and and your your care okay back to you stevie b